Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome, everybody, to Blog Talk USA. We are so happy to be here with you on this marvelous Monday. Before we get started, let me tell you how you can always listen to our live and archived episodes. The number to call to listen live by phone is 515-605-9375. You can also go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash USA. Or you can find us at blogtalkusa.com or in podcast form. So however you're finding us, we just appreciate that you are finding us and that you keep coming back. And on a personal note, I do want to let uh, everybody know um, that I'm fine. Everything's fine in my area, but devastating, uh, devastating what the storms did in the state in which I live. Um, so I've gotten a lot of messages from different listeners, <laughs> so uh, that's why I wanted to mention it. I appreciate everybody who sent me a note asking about me. Uh, that was really sweet, uh, but please keep the um, Kentuckians from Maysville um, in your thoughts and prayers, and especially uh, since it's so close to Christmas. Oh, anyway. Okay. Uh, I don't want to belabor the... Uh, the point and go on too long. Uh, Dr. McKellar is going to join us a little bit later, uh, but right now I know that Dr. Hackney is on and probably has a lot of information for us about COVID. Hey there, Dr. Hackney, how are you doing? Hello, how are you doing? It's great hearing your voice and uh, hearing the pod and everything. Amazing. I just want to say. Uh, uh, I don't think we want to get started. I just prayer for all the individuals there in Kentucky and the other states, Missouri, I guess Tennessee and in mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, Arkansas. So I hard to watch them. I saw some of the pictures on TV today, but you know, it's so impressive to see the love in America. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it just, just it, the people that support and that the states are getting, and just again, it just, yeah. just, I guess they just America just being America. Let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> okay. right. That's good, right. Good. <laughs> that's, that's a really that's nice way to put it. Very true. Yeah. We, you know, we that's clean a... up. We clean up all right, don't we, around here? <laughs> <laughs> we know when. <laughs> we know when to clean up. That is so true. That's right. Good. <laughs> we we good. dust up okay. <laughs> okay. Please let us let us know uh, any information that you have for us, and let me also say welcome, Arthur Fleming. How are you on this marvelous Monday? How are you doing? How are you doing? So you holding it down, huh? Oh, well, I'm working on it. Dr. Hackney's going to save me here in a minute and give us our COVID update. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, Eddie here. Eddie here. Yeah, you know he's good for that. He's good for a good. Hello. Hello. How are you doing there? Oh, great! It's just a great thing. Great hearing your voice. Yeah, we were just okay. talking about you. 
<laughs> we'll, t- we'll, <laughs> well, I won't act. I won't act on really what you said, but we'll talk to you. <laughs> Great. Uh, Excellent. You want me to go and get started? Yeah. Oh, please. Please do. Okay. When we, uh, the COVID, I'm, what can you say? You know, over the months we've been talking about this virus, and I just want to update everyone, you know, um, what's going on. Uh, as as we, as it stated, as we know, the Delta virus is still here. It still accounts for greater than 90% of the um, infection we're seeing. Uh, and, of course, a lot of it contributes to the, to the unvaccinated. And as we talk about, you know, the, the new variant, you know, about two, I guess, our first program about a couple of weeks ago, there was nothing zero in America. And then I think last week, maybe one. And today, uh, there's over over 46, uh, over 46 of the states are reporting positive findings. So uh, that is just is, is um, living up to what is, is uh, talked about this virus, how well it's spread and how fast it's spread. But uh, we can still report that the symptoms so far are, are mild. Uh, of course, we also have to capture that it's too early. And also long-term effects uh, uh, also is too early uh, to really speculate on that. Time and data will, will show. But I, the emphasis is getting vaccinated. Uh, and also that's all vaccinations and all the boosters because, you know, the boosters were approved uh, uh, last week uh, for, of course, the vaccine, 16- and 17-year-old and all qualified boosters. Uh, what I want to say and emphasize is, is the greatest increase we're seeing in the adults and the children. And it reported today only that half of the nursing homes have been uh, have received their boosters. That That's going to be a, need to be a wake-up call for us because, this new virus is affecting the, the seniors. Uh, when we think about uh, that, we need to move and need to be uh, active about that. I want to give a couple of specific uh, incidents that are occurring. Uh, we, of course, we are crossing that 800,000 death mark, which is not to be proud of. Uh, reporting out of uh, Europe there, um, they have reported their first death uh, from the new virus, but they didn't say specifically indication there because they, up until today there has all, no deaths have really been reported. Now also in Europe currently there's something like um, doubling uh, each state of the numbers and so also in America we see an 80% increase uh, in the virus and so it's really it's really a wake-up call for us. A specific city reporting there in Houston, they, they I think Harris County reported the first uh, positive case in America which was a, a young lady there Harris County, uh, but since that time, I think they reported three in Methodist Hospital down there. They reported another 18 positive samples, eight positive samples in the waterway. So it, it just, and of course, three and four main County, just specific, just reporting on a specific area of Texas where we really see an exploding. Uh, last week, I don't know if I mentioned that in the, uh, there was a report that 54% of the deaths in Houston were diabetic. And that's what we know, the preconditions and everything. That also raises a second alarm why we need to look at this. And I'm worried all diabetic, everybody's diabetic, you know, but are diabetic. They need to get the vaccines and they need to get the boosters. And we can look later on what's really going on there. New York mandated indoors masks. Uh, uh, California joined them today, um, uh, mandated masks indoors. Uh, and so we are seeing that our states are responding. And uh, this, uh, the president of South Africa, he's positive. 
and, and so he'd been reported positive. So it, it, this uh, this virus is doing what it, we uh, we sort of expected it to do. But we also the great concern is uh, the vaccines are holding. They're still holding. Even there are recommendations about the uh, possibly maybe some other boosters. But right now, everybody needs to get vaccinated, and they also need to get the boosters. <clears throat> that's our that's our defense we have right now. And coming out of the Thanksgiving uh, holiday season, moving into the Christmas season, so just all it just everybody get get your shots, get your boosters. Those numbers are increasing in many sites where people are getting their shots and their boosters because of the 17 year old and 7 and 18 year old included. But also the boosters are available now. So. Hope that's a continuing trend throughout this this month. So let's everybody get vaccinated, get your boosters. They're available. There are no problems supplies of the vaccines. You just matter getting people to those sites. So I guess that's all I have to say right now. But I may comment. Question, Doctor. Yes, sir. Okay, now I know a few weeks ago I noticed that the African American and Hispanic numbers went you know way up. You had those numbers, and. And uh, what's the and you have numbers on the because they've narrowed it down. It's pretty much the Republicans, the white Republicans, that's mainly holding hold, up the numbers. They don't want to get vaccinated. So, do you know some of those numbers? Yeah, I didn't have them specifically. There was, I think, when they were talking about the percentage we mentioned last last week, uh, the percent of those that are still positive are actually they overlaid it with the um, the Republican those states that were for uh, President Trump. They showed that uh, I can pull those numbers up later on. The highest percentage, you're correct, that we're currently seeing now, are unvaccinated, all those numbers are higher in counties which are voted Republican or voted for President Trump versus those uh, for uh, President Biden. So that number is holding. Uh, the resistance numbers, I can get you the specific later on, somewhere like 54, 54% of those areas uh, is much higher than the uh, in those who voted for President uh, Biden. But we're seeing, you mentioned the increase, and also there is something increased those numbers recently. There are um, some well-known, uh, I would say, leaders uh, have um, were passed this past uh, couple weeks, and I think that has been, that has really increased the numbers of individuals who are getting vaccination. Because we're seeing that in the retail pharmacies, in areas where there are lines, wherever uh, we are telling other communities go where you can get your vaccination because uh, the re- retail pharmacies now are requiring um, sign-ups and that we think we're contributing that to the number of those individuals because of a few uh, well-known deaths recently, uh, changing those numbers and also it's been documented that a lot of the anti-vax people are, they are themselves vaccinated, particularly it was stated by oh. a couple of elected officials. They are actually well, 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 coming up, Doc. The, the, Dr. Holiday's coming up, so should I avoid my Republican friends or how, how should I do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I wanna I wanna mention you mentioned the black and brown population. The black numbers are coming out. We're seeing that as you know, we work with the churches here in North East Texas. Uh we're mm-hmm. running two or three vaccine sites per weekend. And those wow. numbers are, are really exploding. But I want to contribute that to our black pastors. We are seeing mm-hmm. the uh, in that, that faith, that faith, the trust is in the black pastors. What we have seen occur, black pastors are coming aboard. They're coming out and opening their churches up. They're putting the word out mm-hmm. in their church. So that, that we documented this past weekend, 
That's what's weird. We see the black numbers and also the brown numbers. Our pastors, our churches. Yeah, hey, 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 Doc, hey, Doc, you talk to black pastors. I got a, uh, a friend of mine that was telling me they had a, <clears throat> that they, they went to the quarterly, you know, meeting of their group, about 200 churches. He said about 10 of them showed up. You know, he said hey, most of them had a problem getting their flock back with COVID. The flock, the the flock gone. Some of them, I guess, the the, the uh, you know, some of them probably had conditions, and other mm-hmm, ones probably mm-hmm. the the the, the, uh, the you know the pastor charisma brainwash maybe washed off or something. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but now, but, but now that's uh, and, and so them pastors. What I'm saying to them is, if you want to get your congregation back, you need to be out there trying to get folks vaccinated. That exactly. That is so true. I'm glad you mentioned that. We experienced that up in now. Uh, uh, Sulphur Spring area this past weekend. Mm-hmm. The past three or four pastors was there, and they were there, and their, their congregation is coming back. So you're right. The past yeah, I mean, yeah, way, but, you know. Yeah. And cause, so I think there are a few of these pastors were sort of following some other people who wind up, uh, you know, what happened with they, them. They were doing that. They were doing that at the beginning. They were doing that evangelical thing. That exactly. ain't they thing. They, they, they were following that whole evangelical line. My God exactly. is bigger than yours. And now a bunch exactly. of them gone. Yes, yes, yes. That is so true. And that's that's a wake-up call. I think in the last couple of weeks occurred. I think there was a gentleman way up in, I think maybe in Michigan, who was very, out. I can't remember his name, but he was very outspoken uh, against, you know, vaccines and all that. I think he's the one who the one didn't want to uh, certify President Biden's election. I think that's probably don't quote me on that, up in Michigan. So he passed also. So uh, and yeah. that, that, that changed a lot of people's things. So, yes. Uh, now back to the holidays. Everybody needs to get the vaccines and you know get them out. Because families going to be getting together again. The kids are just uh, coming home from college and all that. So it's and like you say, the pastors they need to step up and um, and that's how you're right. That's how they're going to get the congregation back. So they get the congregation back. Anybody come up and have dine with them? That's you know true. <laughs> that's true. Oh yeah, that's true. That was that was brother Arthur. Now you can't speak about all pastors. <laughs> You, know, you didn't know I'm going to get you. Now that Mike is here, I'll have to change my way. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. Thanks, Matter of fact, thanks, I was at church in East Texas, and uh, they, they had social distancing. They had uh, they were taking temperatures. They were making sure people were vaccinated. And they had uh, uh, a good good crowds uh, in East Texas. They're doing the right thing because they have a great leadership in Dr. Hagner because he has the octopus mm-hmm. program going, and he's doing everything at the same time. So you get off them pastors. No, 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 no. We were complimenting. No, no, no. But she came in late. We were complimenting them. <laughs> oh, I heard we them. I, I heard, oh, I know, I know. We, we talking about I, other I ones that don't, they, 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 they don't want their folks vaccinated. That's what we talking about. Now, that's them. Now, oh, you're I not know, in that They got some of those folks. No, no, no. They got some of those folks out there. I understand. But all, I'm just saying, can't use the word all. All those pastors not like that. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Lot of them are. Our community, ADA, our more. community, pastoral community has great representation on this show. I tell you that. Mm-hmm. Great representation. Yeah. That's great, great. Well, hey, we but, uh, and as y'all see with the latest, the, the, the big thing on the news right now, y'all, is the fact that, you know, it's, it's kind of like the smoking gun, Ooh. like that, uh, those, oh. uh, uh, meadow, the, those meadow those uh, meadow documents. Oh, yeah, 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 y
We're gonna read yeah. some of those. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Told the whole thing. Of course, you know we already knew it, you know, but but uh, you know, hey, you know, folks don't, you know, folks don't listen to us when we be telling them. Y'all know what that That's is. Right. Come on now, you know, that yeah. save America, y'all. But look here, maybe this is that moment where you know the, the you know the, after Civil War, you know, we went at the table, black folks, sometime out when we when they ended the Civil War, which which is not ended. So now we got North versus South again, but this time maybe, yeah, but not maybe we'll have to be at the table. Black folks will have to be at the table for us to end the Civil War. So maybe this situation here, where you got actual folks trying to uh, overturn, uh, you know, to do, you know, trying to do the whole thing, you know, that's the South trying to rise again. Mm-hmm. So you know, mm-hmm. you know, it need to be dealt with. It need to be dealt with. If we don't deal with it in the next uh, six, six, eight years. Then uh, uh, pity on us. That's all I gotta say. Because you know it's, it's bad. For the first time in our history, um, and I will double check this. I'm claiming this as fact, but I am 99.9% positive that I read that it, it's the first time in our history we've been uh, deemed uh, a backsliding democracy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all saw that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I saw that from the United Nations. Wow. That's that's yeah. interesting and sad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? Actually, though, you know, actually, though, it's actually. I mean, while it's depressing and sad, it's actually uh, good news that 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 more people getting to understand what's really going on. It's actually giving that's you right. a, an idea of what's actually going on. Yeah, it is sad. It ought not be like that. But it's been like this for a long time. It's always right, been right. like this, Mike. It ain't never been different. We've got folks paying attention to it right. now because we're in another media type of uh, environment now. So, you know, folks, folks get news well, quick. you have so many things like uh, blogs and radio shows like this that's easily accessible now. And you can get them in your cars and vehicles in mm-hmm. different areas. I mean, we're across the, the United States now. And so... Information is getting out there, and people are becoming more informed. Is what's happening. I think you're right, brother. Mm-hmm. I will agree with you on that subject. Is that it's always it's been like that. We just have more exposure now. Right, 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 right. More, uh, as they say, more. Yeah, here with the right wing say we got more wokeness. More wokeness. Yeah, we got more wokeness. We woke. Yeah. So, some people yeah, they don't want, want you woke. woke. No, they, oh, they want you sleep. They want you sleep. Go back to sleep, yeah. y'all. Right. Well, they were okay with us uh, uh, saying, uh, "I have a dream," but I told them, "I said you can't, you can't dream if you woke." So it's time for us to start living and stop, stop dreaming the dreams. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's well time to wake up. We've been dreaming too long. Well, like I said, uh, 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 it, it was somebody said that I, 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 was, I, I, was, I think it was well, I was listening to one of his first that they were saying, you know, they say, "Well, why is that?" You know. All our most, you know, Muhammad Ali and Malcolm X and, my, you know, you know now, you know, you know, white folks just love them. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, right. right. They, yeah, but when they're right. alive, yeah. they're alive, yeah. they want them dead. Yeah. You know, so right. the polling, that's where we're in America. The polling yeah. supports that. That's a fact. The polling supports it. Yeah. You know, and they be quoting them. Yeah. You know, they, Martin King said, oh. uh, you know, I have yeah. a, <laughs> they be quoting him. Right. <laughs> they, <laughs> right. they love Booker T. Washington. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh yeah, oh, 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 oh,
Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, okay, Booker T, you know, like, and this is the way that the, you know, this is the way the diaspora, the African American diaspora works. You know, like, you had Booker T, you had Freddie, you know, Freddie, uh, you know, Frederick, uh, Frederick Douglass. You always had that kind of dual kind of uh, the thing going on, but both of them was actually working that jelly with what they had basically. Booker T was going around begging right. for money from rich north, northern white women to. Sponsor his, you know, sponsor Tuskegee, and you know his, edu- you, know, ed- you know, educating black folks. So basically, he kissed right. a lot of butt. And you can say, boy, he kissed a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, he should, but you know, he, you know, he was earnest in what he was doing. He, he believed that's why he had to do it. You know, yeah. so you know, so so I, you know, so I try not to judge, uh, you know, any, you know, anybody's diaspora because everybody's diaspora is different. But you know, right. you know, from where you came from. So I don't try to. I ain't, I ain't gonna judge him about that. But uh, but if he if he told some great stories in that book though. I'm telling you, he's a great guy. He, I I mean I respect him. You know I wouldn't try to. I, well, I don't want to. I don't want to. I wouldn't emulate him today. But you know, uh, you know I just respect okay, him. Well, hey, hey, expand on that. Expand on that a little bit, uh, brother. Austin. You say why why wouldn't you emulate him today? What, what's going on with that? Why, why would you say that? Well, because nowadays, you know what he was doing, the role he was playing back then when black black folks just got out of slavery. He said. Uh, the biggest thing that he had to deal with, you know, he was trying to, you know, he observed, he was trying to, you know, he was worried about with black men. He said that, uh, you know, they were trying to get respect. Respect was the whole thing. And he said, and he said that, uh, he said to the point that he said he worried about him because he would watch, he would watch these, you know, young black men work, you work hard all month, save up every extra dime they can. And then at the end of the month, go to the livery stable. And go buy and go rent the finest horse and carriage money can buy and ride up and down Main Street, mm-hmm. trying to get respect. So basically, that's what he so 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 Booker T. He figured education would would give him respect, and so you know he you know he understood he's a smart guy. You know he knew where he was. You know uh, 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 he he's have to <laughs> you know for the you know he go get the money from the uh, you know north. You know they and they had this thing. They say they, they say yeah. You know he can he, yeah. You know he can sing. You know all, you know, all of us can sing. And so he'd have to sing. And then so <laughs> and so he go nobody you know the trouble you I see. Yeah, yeah, he had to sing. He had to sing to him. He, he, yeah, he had to sing for him. He had to sing for him. Nobody know the trouble I see. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you know that's what he was saying to him. So I'm just saying, yeah, hey, you know he did what he had to do to get. The education part and lay that education foundation. Now, Freddie D. Freddie Douglas, you know, he was more of a he was more of an activist, right? Yeah. Right. You know, so he was on that other track. So, so basically, kind of like you wrote it for, you got Martin Malcolm. You know, you had uh, Du Bois and and Garvey, right? You know, so you always had we've always right. had that kind of thing in our diaspora. Uh, now, moving forward to right now, because of communication <laughs> age, we actually don't have though we don't actually don't you know we don't have those two. Because I think our community figured out that uh, because I remember uh, 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 I Black Lives Matters came out. It, it was a guy. It was, it was a white guy came on my blog. He said, I mean, it came on my, my page. He said, he, he, he said, well, you know, he said, y'all just need to get y'all one leader. And I said, yeah, so y'all can shoot him. So based on that, yeah, 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 that's, that's, right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're not, you, you're, you're down my life, mm-hmm. and, that, and that's exactly yeah, so now. That. We're all leaders, and what we're doing is good leadership, and and, and that's vocal, and all politics is vocal, and so yeah. all this stuff is vocal, and, and and that's what, and we need everyone. We need 
uh, black, white, Hispanic, male, female, gay, straight, quick, everybody in leadership roles teaching the others because one can't reach them all. Okay, What's called in politics is called it, it, it's called this is it, this movement here is, is called what they call decentralized. In other words, yeah, like, like you say, like there is no one leader. Yeah. There is uh, right. leaders all over and from you know with different issues. So it's not like one leader. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, you know, we always parked our stuff in one leader, right? You know, or or our stuff got parked in one leader. So I think communication mm-hmm. aids haven't, haven't, haven't allowed the larger structure to do that. All the world try to time. park our stuff in one leader, and that's the, and that's the media. The media say, you, you don't mm-hmm. matter, you don't matter, you don't matter, and they don't, they don't give you so much attention because either you don't have the money or you don't have the connections. And so what we've allowed the, the world to do for 20, 30 years now is let the media select who our leaders are by giving them air mm-hmm. time and space. Mm-hmm. I don't think we allowed it. I think just an ongoing plan. It's all you know. It's been in place. Just been upgraded mm-hmm. with technology. Uh, you know, I don't think we don't. I know I haven't let them do nothing. I've been watching them do it though. You know, and going. No, no, hey, no. no. Absolutely know, no. And that's what this show is oh. going with. A uh, marvelous Monday with Dr. Shirley McKellen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's mm-hmm. changing the narrative, and, and we have that's being more uh, proactive than reactive. And so, and when you stay consistently, and I, I was just looking at how long we've been together already doing this on Monday nights. You know, running to our cars, running to our hotels, or going, you know, sitting in for the other one when one is out. Matter of fact, I haven't heard my sister's voice tonight, so she must be busy. So uh, this is what we're doing. We're keeping our, our, our feet to the gas, and, and that's what we have to do. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. You know, I agree. Yeah. We allow we allow the media to uh, sort of dictate the narrative. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's, right. been, that's almost both parties. And so what right. we have to do is that, as the guy said in the meeting in Texas, Canada, the day we're going to stop, we're going to stop being slapped around. Let me tell you about the media piece, the black media piece. Back in back in 1985, you may you, you may remember when Ronald Reagan was president. I'm dating myself, yeah. Uh, uh, Ronald Reagan was president. <laughs> And, and and what they did was because you know they you know come out you know the media like I'm saying and so they passed the the uh, FEC or whatever that is the one that passed mm-hmm. out those licenses they passed mm-hmm. out they passed out uh, I, I forget how many licenses it was they gave you know they gave to Hispanic because they were trying to you know you know get minority uh, 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 media stuff they passed them out to them passed, they they picked a, a group of black folks passed them out to them within within a, within five years. Just about all the black ones, they had sold they had sold their license to you know back to white people. Mm-hmm. Just sold, mm-hmm. just sold. Yeah. You know, a just young lady sold. told me, yeah, yeah, sold. You know, young lady told me the other day that she's involved with black newspapers and everything. She was talking about how mm-hmm. difficult. Well, then when you hear this discussion that the money out of Washington D.C. to reach out community and everything, mm-hmm. she says almost or was it? She was stating that it's very almost impossible for the black. I think she was talking about the print media to get in on some of those songs coming out of Washington D.C. She even had. Here's good news. Here's the good news. Roller Martin working hard on that, and so that's yeah. and so that's changing. And also, well, and also understand that we got that the, 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 the way the, the way the, the the media system is set up today. Now we can create our own uh, well, media. Uh, ecosystem now we really don't have to you know go through that unless we so you see facebook and, and and twitter you know they taking our stuff using our stuff making money off our stuff we're not getting anything they, they so they do so now but but we don't have to do that you know in other words we oh, no. regain control of our biorhythms and our algorithms because right. they got to right. and that's what we're doing with our own channel right now 
after we get on Roku. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Because that, you know, we said made statement the other day. Was the money actually is uh, the the um, yeah, actually Fox is getting the money uh, out of uh, nationally uh, to uh, take care of the chicken coop. Now, an old rule term that will never work. If you look at the money that's coming out of Washington, T.C. or the the, the uh, Fox is getting the money, and even so, nationally, a lot of levels of the group is still trusting the Fox because I can we can document that money coming out in Texas is coming to the Fox and not coming to the chicken. And so well, we go out. Here we back. make our money, Doc. Doc, here we make huh. our money. We 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 are content. We are content. What's called mm-hmm. content. We are content. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are content creators. All we need to do is create our content. We already have all that. All we got to do is right get, now. And now uh, a, a lawsuit was filed about uh, uh, man. What's the guy named? The, the comedian. But anyway, uh, you know. Uh, so uh, Alan, 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 Allen. Byron Allen. Byron Allen. Byron Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Lawsuit was filed by him. So so what it did was it made the larger media's. Uh, have to open up the spigot and let and let and let more back, uh, 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 you know, uh, sites get into that that area, you know, plug into it. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's better, but you know, but it just gives us an opportunity to actually just really just create our own media ecosystem. Exactly. You know, so and that's, what we're, and that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing, and that's what you know, that's what Roland Martin doing. That's what uh, Sheryl Smith and Dallas doing. That's what Eric Williams is doing. Uh, you know, we need a hundred more of each of them. And then that probably mm-hmm. wouldn't be enough. So, you know, no. so we're going to, uh, you know, but we got to start somewhere. So we're starting here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Because we definitely need, we see that that's in, that's in healthcare. <clears throat> we need to do that in healthcare. We no longer can anticipate any other individuals taking care of us. It is recognized well, I now. I'm going to get our folks down there, uh, the voting down there. That's what I want. I want them to understand how I many. It's over a million of y'all down here, y'all. Y'all are a big group. I, I, know, told to Party, I, I told the Democratic Party in a meeting the other day, the whole group, I said, you all come in East Texas and take our money out, and you all expect mm-hmm. us to vote. And I tell you what, I told them, you need to be educated about East Texas. I told them East Texas controls Texas. They're making a deal with what happened in Dallas or Houston or Austin. you got to stop coming to East Texas. The only time you come in here and ask us to vote and the only thing you come in asking us to vote, you need to put the money in East Texas and grow East, uh, people in East Texas. People in East Texas don't want you to tell them you bring me, bring someone else to East Texas. Tell us what to do, as if you know East Texas. The people in East Texas know East Texas. So what the Democratic Party and everybody need to do, they need to put the money in East Texas. Don't tell us what somebody's doing in in Georgia or California that's, or whatever else. That sounds like the same deal like, uh, after the, they came up with after the Civil War. That's not the same well, thing. Yeah, I told the Democratic mm-hmm. Party in East Texas, all the, all the positions that are open, why, why didn't you prepare people to run in all those slots, you know, the JP slots? You, I told them they should be training people to run in all those slots from the JP all the way up. But what has the party party done? They had not done that. So I told them the people in East Texas, if you want, you have to develop a relationship with these people in East Texas. Because if you remember Texas history, 
is the people in East Texas who stayed here in East Texas. They didn't run off mm. to Dallas, Houston, another place. The people in East Texas understand East Texas. So don't play them dumb as they're not knowing East Texas. All you need to do is put the money in people in East Texas, and then you will turn the state blue. You will not tell them to turn Texas blue until you put some money in East Texas and let people in East Texas uh, run all these elections. Beto said, Beto said that if he that if he's a nominee, he said he said he don't want Biden them coming to help uh, a, a campaign with him. So I tell you right there what that is. That's that blue dog well, strategy. Mm-hmm. Well, we need Mike. We we, we I saw, almost told him we need Michael Cooper in East Texas. Um, mm-hmm. I almost got to mm-hmm. tell them that. But you know, because I know Beto came through on his trip through. East Texas and typical deal this past week. I'm waiting for Pastor Cooper to come through East Texas. Well, for put an office in East Texas. And I told them in that meeting, you can't be running East Texas with somebody out of Dallas. Uh, you, you don't have an office in, in East Texas. You come by and talk about. You need to put an office in East Texas. You need to be here in East Texas, so people in East Texas need to know you. Don't come through on your visit. Cooper, I think he's talking to you, so you, you want to you respond to you respond No, to he, he's, uh, on, he's on point. That's the reason why we have Daryl is out there looking for an office for us right now. But right now, my office is each and every uh, uh, church, uh, each street yes. corner, the African-American Museum, the restaurants yes. where, uh, where we sit and eat. I'm all over East Texas. Remember, I stopped yes. off in Lufkin, stopped in Tyler yesterday twice. I uh, had church, open up church, close church on my way to Dallas. So I, yes. I, I go, I travel the state of Texas through East Texas first, then I hang a left. I yes. go through East Texas to go everywhere I go. Yes. That's your backyard, ain't it? Yes, sir. It's my backyard. Matter of fact, my father was born in Magnolia Springs, y'all. And uh, oh. and I'm from Southeast Texas. So I'm starting at the at the tip of the start and, and end yes. up up there with the best in Tyler, Texas, and then, and then yes. hang a left on 20. And keep on trucking and go anywhere I need to go from right there. And that's how you turn Texas blue. That's how you turn Texas blue. And that's what we've been doing. Matter of fact, I'm going to help you out with something. Now, I'm not saying that she's endorsing me, but everywhere I go, there's Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee. And she saw me Friday and she said, hello, Governor. And uh, watch this. She knows that I I have uh, laid the groundwork in East Texas because even after the United States Senate race, which I was just doing that to keep my name out there, uh, she said, well, all those folks in East Texas sure love you. I say, well, it's amazing what happens. When you love on somebody, they'll love you back. Well, you know, we know they're down there, don't we? We know they're down there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, 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 I got a bunch of people Everything down there. starts yeah. in East Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we yeah. started off on land in East Texas. Uh, Shaverville. <laughs> Y'all, go, go back yeah. there and look at Kirbyville Cur- 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 and all up in there. That's my relatives. Yeah. That's how uh, 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 Michael Strahan, uh, he's from uh, Shankerville, uh, uh, you know, and matter of fact, his, his first cousin married my brother. I think we kissing cousins somewhere around in there. But uh, I'm just saying I'm bragging on the fact that there's good ground, that's good fertile ground. It was good for uh, uh, sugar cane. It was good for rice farm. It was good for all of that stuff that we did in the area, and then we brought it on down to different areas like Hancomer, uh, Winnie, uh, that, that was folks from East Texas when the slaves were first freed. And watch this. I was talking to a young lady in California, and uh, I say, oh, you went to the HBCU? She said, oh, yeah, not just any HBCU, all the ones up and down East Texas. And I say, well, oh. come on, somebody. 
<laughs> no, the sweet HCBU, and here, here, yes, good, the, 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 the HBCUs, what, what you got planned for them? Because that's, you know, that's going to be key for us getting, uh, you know, blowing up the block vote because they're going to be, because well, we can get them to come out. Yeah. Well, you, not, not only that, we're going we're gonna to encourage them to come out first. We're going we're gonna to do that two and feeder like we're talking about. We're going to do our own Zoom. We're going to uh, uh, encourage them, give them knowledge, and then we're going to meet them. Let me say it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, on mm-hmm. our TV channel, fizz.tv, T-H-I-Z-Z dot TV, and then click on Michael Cooper, and then Arthur has a channel there, and Dr. Shirley McKellar has a channel there. And all these channels are, are exciting and informational, and they're current and they're up-to-date. We're dealing with up-to-date issues and topics, and so we're, going, we're having uh, roundtable meetings with 250 folks at a time, and we're starting off with those HBCUs. A lot of folks are preparing for finals right now. That kind of slowed us down, but hopefully by the first of January they'll be back through the finals and, and uh, the holidays. But that's what we're. What I hope right to now. do. Well, one thing I hope to do uh, 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 also is I'm hoping to get is is to uh, uh, you know get with the universities the the the, the you know the colleges down there <clears throat> to see if we, to see if they be interested in us setting up a uh, a channel uh, channel in their schools so they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, you know, and become more involved, and you know, so forth and so mm-hmm. on. So mm-hmm. it's just, we'll be talking to them about that, about them, uh, you know, having a lot of them may have channels. I know here locally, Lamar has a channel on radio uh, and television. Uh, if not, we can get with them and maybe uh, do three or four of them on the same channel. That way, we have a lot of content, and uh, we won't bore. Well, like I said, well, we 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 we'll do that part right there. We this they know they ain't a radio conversation. I'm just saying we're going to contact them. We're going to talk right. about it. So we'll see what happens after. Right. I'll suggest another great role for the HBCUs. Uh, we'll we'll discuss and organize in a rural East Texas research center, mainly based upon the need to collect and store data. That's a major problem throughout the United States. And I would say the HBCU would be a fantastic place to create a database to manage data from the African-American community throughout this area. Because when you look at data coming out of Washington, D.C. and different places, it's not accurate. And so, therefore, and then also when you look at data that relates to us, healthcare-wise, a lot of times they don't include us in the demographic numbers. The HBCUs in East Texas could be a resource center, a data center, to maintain that data and the demand that all reports uh, it contains demographic reports, and that. that well, that, that's why. We, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Exactly, Dr. Hagman, and we're in agreement. That's why we we started these uh, these television channels because you go on YouTube. Sometimes your stuff is distorted. Uh, you can't upload more than an hour's material. Uh, you go on uh, Facebook. They deleted your stuff. So if we control the story, the narrative, and then we control the content, and then we can maintain it, and then go back and pull up with a click of a thumb. Uh, that, that's what we need right there, and that's how we educate. And, and so we don't have to worry about the CRTs and all these other things. They're there. In fact, it's going to get hey. to the point to where uh, uh, TED Talks will uh, we, we'll get to the point where uh, it'd be credible information uh, mm-hmm. and, and be empirical data. Because after you get so much data that's consistent from different various resources, like your PhD, mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of my PhD. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. McKellar has hers. So after you and we reach out there with those octopus arms and bring more empirical data uh, studies, then they have to recognize those channels just as they would recognize. TED Talks now is known. I can go back and do my thesis statement and, and, and my dissertation on data that I received from TED Talks because now it's credible information and empirical data. 
Mm. That's awesome. That's actually, yeah, that's a lot actually. of people didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So, so once we bring the information to them, they can't do anything but deal with the facts and the truth. And, and the that's truth right. is going to set them free from their ignorance, and that's what we have to mm. do. And we can't get mm-hmm. weary in our well doing. That's the preacher side of me. And, y'all, we are doing well. We just have to continue to press and press and press and press. Uh, the Underground Railroad, they couldn't see the next state. They couldn't see in front of them. They just knew that they had to keep pressing forward. Uh, when they would play, play the music and they play the drums and send the message, we got to beat the drums. We got to continue to send the message. And that message is available to anyone that cares to hear it because we're, we're going to release the information. Excellent, excellent. Mm, I, th- I think uh, what when Rihanna going, going uh, she said she, Rihanna, you going to put some of that, be some of that stuff from uh, from what's going on in Washington, or something. The text messages, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Could you okay. could you kind of give us some of that and, and kind of be because again, because that's, that that's, hey, that's the deal. If, mm-hmm. if, 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 if folks don't get us, if folks don't get 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 to going after hearing this right here, then uh well 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 I ain't gonna say that. But anyway, it, it ain't gonna be nice. But go ahead. Right. Is this from January well, sixth? The messages from January sixth? Correct. Uh, this oh, is oh, from, uh, uh, Mark Meadows. Yep. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Between Mark Meadows and okay, we've got <clears throat> excuse me, Liz Cheney was the one to read them uh today. Uh, there were texts between Mark Meadows and various lawmakers, Fox News personalities, and even Donald Trump Jr. about the urgency for Trump to stop the siege. Uh, those texts, as several members, members of the committee noted, were already turned over to the committee and are not covered by any claim of privilege, which Meadows has continued to assert since reversing his decision to cooperate with the investigation, uh, for which it was voted today that he will be recommended uh, for for criminal contempt. Um, Let's see. The uh, messages serve as evidence of Trump's supreme dereliction of duty, according to Liz Cheney. She made the motion for the committee to vote for the contempt resolution, uh, which was a unanimous vote. So the text messages, um, here we go. Text from unnamed lawmakers, they didn't name any of the lawmakers, um, said that former Vice President Mike Pence, quote, should call out all electoral votes that he believes are unconstitutional as no electoral votes at the at all. Um, she also read, let's see, quote, Mark, protesters are literally storming the Capitol, breaking windows and doors, rushing in. Is Trump going to say something? Another text message from a lawmaker, there's an armed standoff at the House chamber door. Another one uh, said, we are all helpless. Uh, At one point, she read a text uh, that Mark Meadows received from Donald Trump Jr. uh, as the violence continued. He's got to condemn this ASAP. The Capitol Police tweet is not enough. Uh, Meadows responded that said and said, I'm pushing it hard. I agree. 
Donald Trump Jr. texted again and again and again, urging action by the president, saying, we need an Oval Office address. He has to lead now. It has gone too far and gotten out of hand. Um, The hours passed without any action as all these texts were coming in. Um, And then, let's see. Let me go to the You ain't going to cuss that when he started cussing. <laughs> well, there's oh yeah, there's there's plenty more, plenty more because we still have uh, some from Laura Ingram. Uh, so Donald Trump Jr. said that it's gone too far. This has gone too far. We need an Oval Office address now. Um, to eat, texted repeatedly, and then we've got uh, Brian Kilme. Oh, hold on, let me see if this is. Sorry, I've got so many pages open. (laughs) Okay, Brian Kilmeade said, please get him on TV. He's destroying destroying everything you've accomplished. Uh, Laura Ingram said, where is the quote from her? She, She said he's destroying his legacy, but that's not the full text. One more second, guys, because uh, there's some from Sean Hannity. But they, uh, uh, while they were saying that, uh, while they were saying that, they were on TV saying something completely different, gaslighting everybody. That's, that's right. They were. They knew exactly who it was. They knew it was Donald Trump supporters doing this. They were on TV saying maybe this is Antifa. Uh, no, no, and Black Lives Matter. No, no, they said Black Lives Matter and Antifa. That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that and they were saying, this is not an insurrection, <laughs> um, you know, acting like it was just no big deal. In fact, they didn't even really cover it the same way the other stations covered it. They were covering other things instead of the and, live uh, footage of the siege. And, 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 and Trump wanted to make sure that the National Guard was there for, to, to protect the pro the quote protesters, but <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. you need to protect protect them from Antifa and Black Lives Matter right. now. Right, right. He wasn't nowhere around. Yeah, if you can believe but that. But actually, you know, hearing that, and I've been so busy, I've been on the road. You guys know I signed uh, Friday, uh, and I, I'm not going to be shameless anymore. These these are plugs. This is not a shameless plug. This is plugs uh, because as of February second, uh, 2021. Uh, I decided to uh, take my uh, my my issues along with my family's issues and make them the state's issues, which are all our issues, uh, and, and bring those and make them a menu, bring our table to Austin. And we did that. We brought a table to Austin, literally, and wrote down the issues that we had and recorded it. And that's where all that stuff got started. And that summer, uh, 5,000 people showed up, and, and we protested horrible bills, 666 of them, and then they became law. Uh, got arrested for them. Uh, we had folks out there protesting. We we uh, partnered with so many different coalitions. I don't want to name because I want everybody to think that I partnered with their with their folks to try to uh, get a seat. Listen, uh, whether I I was a candidate for governor or not, I would still have had the same summer and fall I had this year because I decided uh, about five and a half years ago that I'm going to fight uh, for everyone's rights and, and and that's all people, not some people, all people's rights and. Um, I'm kind of encouraged in this tonight because um, that we're in a time 
to where we have to even say, okay, this is so wrong that his own son said, hey, we need to stop. This is so bad that even Fox News reporters say, hey, there's a, that's the kind of information that's come out. And then we'll get to those swing voters that's just looking for common sense. Like I told someone, it's not complicated. I'm a Texan. I grew up hunting and fishing in, in, in Texas. But at the same time, we need good laws. We need common sense laws. And we need to do things to protect one another. And uh, that went too far. And I'm glad to hear that. So keep reading. I'm sorry. I just I got excited uh, when y'all brought this kind of data out. Because like I said, I've been around the mm-hmm. whole world. Uh, in the past three days, uh, but this is great information, y'all. It really is. Y'all may not see it the way I see it as great information. I'm glad, great revelation. I'm glad you, uh, yes, I'm glad you spoke up, actually. That's, uh, you know, <laughs> leave it to you to put that kind of, <laughs> shine that yeah. kind of light on this. <laughs> I was getting all yeah, mad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the hope. That that's the hope. And and, and when, when okay, uh, uh, brother Arthur was with me yesterday. We were at uh, African American Museum, and there are folks that you see. We we talk as if though everybody is a Democrat. We speak as if though everyone is a, a liberal or progressive right. or uh, our revolution or 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 everyone is a Republican or everyone's a Tea Party. Everyone agrees. We are a big, beautiful state, 29 million of us, and we have our own thoughts and, and, and resolve. But at the same time, love never fails. That's a pastor again. And when we run up against some folks, I was with my godson, and he said, well, Dad, some people, they don't like the fact that you're a Democrat or they don't like the person that has good common sense and going to do right by all. I really wish that in Texas we didn't have to worry about Republican or Democrat. What about just being human? How about that? Let's just be human in Texas and make sure we love on one another. Love thy neighbor. There you go. How about that? Right. That's right. Okay, I've got a a few more uh, text messages for you guys here. These are from the Daily Beast. Um, (laughs) Wow. Okay, we've got Brian Kilmeade. I think I already read this one. Please get him on TV now. He's destroying everything you've accomplished. Uh, Laura Ingram uh, said on her program while the siege was happening, quote, we knew this would happen. When you have a huge group of people descending on the Capitol, when you have members of the Trump support organizations and Antifa, threatening to show up at the same time, uh, we will learn more to the extent that that happened. I'm getting a sense that there's clearly a big split in the MAGA groups that that have come to peacefully protest with whoever is behind this intrusion in the Capitol, which by any account is unacceptable. Uh, She, behind the scenes, was texting uh, that the president Somebody needs to let the president know that he's destroying his legacy. Uh, This has to stop now. Uh, Sean Hannity was on his show um, insisting that this was Black Lives Matter, the Antifa, behind all the mayhem. Uh, He said that he heard these reports that they might even be wearing MAGA gear, uh, that we have no idea who these people are who are storming the building. Um, on his primetime show that night, he 
had been leading up to this, he had been peddling the stolen election narrative uh, on the show that night. He said it was bad actors from the radical left who infiltrated the mob. Um, after saying that, uh, he said he did not know Trump supporters that have ever demonstrated violence. Uh, I mean, this is just ridiculous. And then, um, let's see, a message on January 6, 2021, Vice President Mike Pence, as President of the Senate, should call out all electoral votes that he believes are unconstitutional as no electoral votes. I read that one. That was from a lawmaker. Um, let's see. Okay, I think that's all the ones I can find for now. I'm sure some more will pop up. But, uh, oh, Sean Hannity did uh, also text. I'm looking for that one. But, I mean, it's just these people were, just like you said, lying on their shows. And, you know, in the background, it was you could see through these text messages just how desperate the situation was and how we actually aren't crazy. It was a big deal. We did see what we saw. You know, it wasn't Black Lives Matter and Antifa. I mean, it, it all really happened. And even on that day, even those lunatics over at Fox News and, you know, the Louis Gomers and all of those, even they knew on that day, you know. And obviously we're in on it, some of them. This has gone too far. Well, you must have known that it was going to go to a certain point and expected it to go to a certain point, you know, and that was fine with you. <laughs> now it's gone too far. Do you, do you have any of the metal so documents? It's damning. Do you, do you have any of the metal documents where, where I mean, this was before, where, where, where you know, they were planning it way before uh, uh, January 6th, and where Meadows was saying, you know, like uh, you know that that, that Miller guy who was he proposed whatever he he said, yeah, that's great, yeah, let's let's, let's do it. So you know, I mean, it's a whole bunch of right. information that uh, you know that hey, you know, the gig is up. So it's just about will this man yeah. pay for anything? Trump has never paid for nothing. I mean, right. I mean, you know, when black folks say white privilege, Trump is the epitome of what yes. we're talking about. Yes, the epitome, just the epitome of white privilege, and not even mediocrity, but just. That's what white privilege means. It means like somebody yes. that's mediocre like yes. him, right. mediocre, can become a president of the United States. Absolutely. Man, if that ain't privilege. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, and, and that's the big, the big contrast that, you know, <laughs> most of us here in the normal world cannot get beyond. We watched for eight years. President Obama couldn't wear a tan suit. <laughs> couldn't mm-hmm. couldn't be inclusive of all religions. Couldn't he couldn't, couldn't, he, couldn't, he, couldn't he couldn't wear a tan suit, but he was replaced by a tan man. Go ahead. Right. I mean <laughs> you know, and, and you know, President it, Obama kind of a constitutional pink, kind of uh, lawyer, a brilliant mind, a, a beautiful orator, you know, every a wonderful father, a, you know, a good man, all these things that are the best, the best, the best, the best. <laughs> can just, you know, who knew that he just had Didn't to have no career really, for you in a 
and none of it, none of it. And, oh, it's just still so baffling. Hey, 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 brother, yeah. Arthur, hold on a second now. Listen, he's married to a real, real, real woman there. Uh, she she wasn't having it. She was <laughs> Dr. Michelle Obama wasn't having it, so. So that, no. that, 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 that was a given. Yeah, that she was. That, that wasn't going down at the Obama house. Doc. I'm just telling you. Nah, mm-hmm. nah, 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 nah. Obama, no, 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 no. Obama was. He's a serious guy, though. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 he but is. Serious. Oh no, I ain't I'm not taking any props from him. But but let, let me tell you something. Behind every good man is a good woman. Right. But the problem is that Dr. Michelle Obama can be in front of him, and a lot of times I've seen her in front of him, and that's cool. Uh, because I've been married to one for 33 and a half years. It, it, there's no room when you always got them beep bopping around you. <laughs> and, and, and they're, they're smart women. They're smart women. Yeah, that's why y'all seen my, my first lady and only lady on the campaign trip. Uh, hey, hey, Doc. Hey, hey, Doc, I think you need to comment on that one. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with the great women. It's so important, you know. I and when you were talking about that, I was just thinking about what's happening over in East Texas. There's a group of ladies that uh, wanted the black church. They're starting a. Uh, they've already started a monthly um, program for black women dealing with women's health. You know, I talk about the obstacles a lot and and everything, and and we need to look at results and. Just to think about what these young ladies are doing, they want us to. We actually gonna work with them getting speakers in. You imagine a black female group in a church recognizing the need to have more education as relates to women, black women health in rural East Texas. They started a monthly program where they're actually bringing speakers in to address specific issues in black women health in rural East Texas. Now that awesome. man, when you think when you think about what well, people who think about it in the future, who are not tied up in the, the uh, me too the, the stuff that's going on right now, because see they're touching on what we're talking about solutions. When we look at our healthcare delivery system, we are at the bottom of the healthcare delivery system. I mentioned earlier about where the fox is getting getting being getting all the food and chickens not getting anything. I mentioned earlier when a guy said in Texas County we're gonna stop being Slap. We're not going to be slapped anymore. So we recognize we're going to take, have to take care of ourselves in health care because those, the numbers are unacceptable. The guys at that same church, called, we've been talking about uh, the uh, church hubs, they're actually going to work on a program with a national prostate group. They want the guys to do the same thing for getting information out about prostate cancer in black males. He was telling me one of his, one of his members, physician told him they sent him home because his prostate cancer, in their words, was too far advanced. Now, these people are dealing with the solution problem, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to start grassroots and start solving things for ourselves. We can't look to Washington and anyone doing that because Washington had their opportunity to do this. America had its opportunity to do that. No excuse for the health stats we see in the black community in these United States in particular when you look in the rural communities of color. And to change that is going to be people in the rural communities of color who understand, first of all, they understand who they are, they understand their bodies, they understand their health care, and they understand their needs, and they know answers. That's when I tell people in East Texas know true answers versus people just talking. 
you know, they, 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 they because they've been here. And so for these young ladies doing that, that that's amazing. And so they're, each month they're going to have a speaker come in addressing specific issues in black women health in rural East Texas. This is something they initiated. Rather initiated by Austin and anybody else. It was initiated by them because they saw the problem, but not only seeing the problem, they see the solution. People in East Texas can look through muddy water and see dry land. And they, what they've done, they look through this muddy water of our healthcare system and they identify the dry land and they're not going to wait for someone else to come show them that. They want to solve the problem themselves. That's what we're talking about the octopus plan. We've got to have people working on solutions and not the situation people throwing at us. And this is a classic group. That I'm so proud of them. The guys going to follow suit with the prostate through our uh, church network because that's how you reach a black person in East Texas through the church hub, through that pastor. And, and so we're going to change health care in East Texas by what they initiated, similar to what they're doing. That's awesome. Well, hey, 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 hey look here. Uh, the, 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 the just I, I want I want I want to see if you've been paying attention to. And again, this is something that's going on in America. That that particularly Tucker Carlson, but it's more than him. They be like all over, and I mean, they be like hyping Putin. They be like. You know, they be yeah. like, uh, you know, I mean, I, I mean, they like, you know, real like communist type folks, and, and I'm going, hey y'all, you know, and I'm again, I'm still trying to, I don't see the urgency, I'm still waiting on it, you know, right. folks to understand what this right. is. Those they over in right. Russia talking about, you know, you know, really, evangelicals, Russians don't even believe in all that stuff. Evangelicals all over in right. Russia, so you know. Y'all know what that is. I'm just saying. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I like to see a little well, bit more and, urgency. And the poison. So the poison that it's injecting, the, all this misinformation. You know, all this. You know, the the, the pedophile, human trafficking, oh, and COVID's a hoax. All of that misinformation oh, that people. That it's tearing oh, families apart. Family members who are submerged in this QAnon stuff don't even see their loved ones anymore. You know, but it's driven by the, it, but it's, it's driven horrible. by the, but, but it's driven by the demographic shift. The absolutely, demographic shift absolutely. Is what's, and what's Russia is just that. pouncing yeah. on it, and look yeah, what it's yeah. doing to us. Well, were they taking advantage? Those forces are taking advantage of that. You know. But their thing yeah. is fascism. Their thing is uh, white yeah. supremacy. America, uh, yeah. you know, that's the America that won't be your, that won't be your America anymore. So, uh, you know, well, and, and well, I don't know if I tell you this Yeah, mm-hmm. what we can't do is take let them take away. I was at a a, a meeting in Galveston, and they they stopped and they said the pledge, and they recognized the Texas flag. You know, what we can't do is let them take our uh, patriotism towards uh, right. what we fought for and our ancestors fought for. My, yeah. my brother was a Marine, you know. My uncle was in the Army, you know, and he did Vietnam and came back with honorable discharge. So we can't let them take uh, away our freedom and liberty. Uh, sure, there's some erroneous words in, in, in some of the uh, the songs and things, 
But we can't let them take away our dignity, and that's what they want. They want to just say they own this, and we can't have it. But we're right. a part of America. We we created. Right. Well, listen. It, 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 I mean, it, now, now the good news is it's not it's not all of them, but it is about one third of uh, you know other Republicans. Right. You know, it's a solid it's a solid thirty three forty percent. Uh, At least. So that's a lot. So At that's least. a lot of people. Yeah, that's a lot of people that that don't want the Democrat. Again, again, the main goal is to the South African uh, program. Basically, what you have, what you do is you set up yeah. an oligarchy. Which all, which a few people have all the money, <clears throat> and yeah. so then it don't make a difference how you vote. Uh, you know they still be in control. So that's really what they trying to set up. So this fascism piece right. that they're working on, will you know would be right. the cementer that makes it you know solid. Yeah. So it will stay like that for the next fifty years. That's why we have to fight so hard. We have to get people to understand mm-hmm. the, the 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 actual gravity of the situation. This ain't no right. drill. You know, this is real, That's, y'all. This ain't no drill. Look, These people actually want to do this. Look what the Supreme Court has done. Exactly. To, uh-huh, yeah, exactly. Perfect. Perfect example. That's not about Perfect me example. as a woman. If my body's on the chopping block, so is yours. This they want to control your body. Exactly, exactly. You know, now, now, okay, now, okay, now, now they want to tell you that, and then at the same time tell you, well, you know, you know, can't anybody make you take no vaccine. Really? I mean, right. you know, where's the right? Okay, so she got the right of whole body when it comes to vaccine, but she don't have the right of her body when it comes to her body. Hey, something right. wrong with that, ain't it? Well, and not to mention the fact that the very the beginning point for this law that they've upheld was was derived from an antiquated fugitive slave law. It's vigilantism right. going after right. spying on people going after people who help a desperate woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's financially. This is, you know, and the Supreme Court just upheld this, you know, that this is okay. And, you know, I just, I'll say it over and over. And, this is not about women. This is about and, every, and, this is about our bodies, Americans' bodies, autonomy over and, our bodies. And see, and one reason the Supreme Court can do that, because if you if you get your Constitution, you'll see it. Slavery's still in there, so right. you know, so they can you know just you know because it's, because it's even in, why is it still even in there? Right. You know, if, they, if you right. go if you go to the if you go to the pen and get into the penal system, then you know you 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 basically a slave. So in this abortion yeah. thing, you could actually enslave a lot of people. Absolutely. Absolutely. But why, why we have to sign the documents to, to vote African Americans every twenty five years? Why is any of this stuff is still in there? Exactly. And, and why control, is more control people? Thing. Yeah, control. Right, right. Why are there more people uh, uh, protesting and pushing for this? And, and right. we're speaking of, we're not going to let it die. We're going to continue to repeat it, and we're going to put it on the loop. Absolutely. And, and we're going to bring, play it, and play it, and we're going to beat that horse. We're going to beat it, and, right. and we're going to talk about right. it until someone else wakes up. And that's how how it happens. Right. Well, I want my white friends yeah, it, to know that your that your right that that you don't have any right that black yeah. people don't have. If if I don't yeah. have the right, then what you have is a privilege. It's not a right. Okay. You're right, and yeah. I and right. I can prove that by, by by citing any right that black folks ever got. Everybody got the same right. So that's the way it works. Yeah. So you know, so when they take my my right away, when they take my vote away, they are diluting your right. They're diluting your yeah. vote. 
and, and then they'll turn on and then they'll turn on you. So that's how that goes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. I just and Michael this is a full scale attack. A full scale attack. This is an octopus attack because this is you know, look at look at what they're saying about um the fact that the president of the United States uh bothered to give aid is, to people, uh, you know, with the storms and then discuss how climate change is, you know, that this is a direct result of climate change to have this kind of a tornado do this much damage travel this far on the ground in December and Republicans' reaction to it is he's politicizing climate change. They don't even care that we've got one planet and we should probably think about what to do. It's all about them and greed and control. None of anything that we need matters to them. So everything they chip away at for all of us, it just piles on and piles on. And, you know, it's it's just time for people to see that it's all connected, it's all related, and it's driven by controlling anybody who's not them and seizing power and money and keeping everything under the this white supremacy order, and it, yeah, you, know, you know, I don't uh, see the urgency Adriana, either. That's the frustration. Well, you, you know, it's amazing that uh, uh, there's no scripture comes to mind. It says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. That's the reason why uh, Trump's son could not uh, get through to his dad, uh, and no one else yeah. could get through because he's double-minded. There's no getting through that mindset. Uh, the other right. thing is that they're double-minded because uh, we want to overreach with the government and, and meddle in women's decisions, but yet we don't want the government to overreach with, uh, with them so that they won't have to be mandatory vaccinations. And so they're walking away from $80,000 a year jobs as nurses and $180,000 a year jobs as doctors and, and can't find employment, you know, uh, it, 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 it's double-mindedness. So it, it, the name at least be consistent. Be consistent is all I'm saying, and I'm okay right. with that. Right. <laughs> right. And that's all. I, and I'm okay with. it. I'm fine with it. But let's let's, let's find because when, when when I take a stance, it's hard to move me. And but sometimes I listen and I move. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. There's there so many things that we have to stop and listen, and others have to stop and listen. And they'll tell you who they are. And once they tell you, it's your fault if you don't believe them. And what they're telling me is that they're double-mindedness because one day they want to overreach. And, y'all, don't get, it, don't get it twisted. They're not reporting the fact that they're getting their vaccination because there are folks out there right. that they have babies in their homes. They're getting vaccinated. They have parents that they want to go visit as yeah. nurse homes. They're getting vaccinated. But they're not telling you they're yeah. getting vaccinated. There's some that their wives are even pregnant, and the pregnant wife is getting vaccinated, and the husband is getting vaccinated. So all I'm saying mm-hmm. is this is that they're, they're out there, they're afraid, and they're doing what they need to do to survive, but they won't tell their friends that. But they'll go run around and say, oh, yeah, I don't know why you're doing that. I wouldn't do that if I were you. But then when you go talk, talk them down in the corner, they say, oh, yeah, but I did it because uh, my, my wife is high-risk pregnancy. Well, every pregnancy is high-risk because right. <laughs> it's, it's not normal <laughs> for something to grow inside you. Because if it was, then men would By definition. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> My God. Wow. Uh, it, it really tickles me. It really does. Yes. Yeah, that, if that, that, if that, you don't that, cry, you laugh, you'll cry. Huh. Yeah. 
<laughs> that that's why we say uh, go to put your resources for people who want to get the vaccination. Because uh, that's when we're looking at controlling this, this virus and this virus is uh, unvaccinated. So what yeah. important is those individuals who want to get vaccinated put the resources behind those individuals. Make sure uh, all the problems of them getting vaccinated are removed. A lot of that's through some of our uh, systems, some of the delays we're experiencing. So the, the priority should be get every person vaccinated that need to be vaccinated. Don't waste time on people who are not wanting because, like you were saying, you'll find they're getting vaccinated. You know, I mentioned earlier, you look at the yeah. pharmacies and all those things while they're signing up, they're signing up. These numbers increase, so the people sign up. So don't waste time trying to see what they're doing. Get implement, get the vaccine to people who want the vaccine. That's what's going to stop yeah. the, uh, this virus. So let's do that and and uh, and see the results. Yeah. I'd say the same can even be said for the, the political messaging, not to just make everything political, but don't talk to people who think that the insurrection was a patriotic act. Don't try to bring them over to the side of democracy and, and liberty and freedom and, and voting for people who will have their interests at heart. Don't, you can't, you can't, you can't get through to those people. So put your resources into getting through to the people who just would sit on the couch because they just didn't know if their vote counted. Talk to those people. <laughs> But they're killing their own voters. They are. <laughs> they they are. are. They are. Another pastor died. Another anti-vax white evangelical lunatic died. And, you know, telling his entire megachurch not to vaccinate. They're you know, dropping that, like that, flies. Now, let me ask Pastor Cooper as a pastor. Put your pastor hat. I want to ask you just that. Of course, it ain't going to do no black church per se. Uh but what does how, how does the black I mean and I and I know you don't speak for all the black churches but in general what's the black church's view of the current evangelical dynamics and movement what's y'all's view of that y'all, how do y'all look at them y'all what do y'all see them as I mean because you see what they you see the stuff they're doing how does that how does that square uh, with y'all uh, uh, biblically and just everydayness. I mean, how does it, how, how, what do y'all, or what do you think about that particular strain of Christianity that's now political? And, and is your view any different than it ever has been? <laughs> no, it, actually, what, what you'll find out is the same thing with, with those views as we see, unfortunately, and consistently in politics. And you have pastors right now, there's some uh, African-American churches that's not even open still. They're still not open. And they're waiting until um, the spring, most of them, because they don't want to confuse the flu virus with this uh, other strain that's out. Uh, So they're not taking chances. Um, Most of the churches are not packed. And if they are uh, uh, having churches open, it's like the churches I I visit in East Texas and like I visit out here, like I have in all churches socially distanced, they're taking temperatures, yes. uh, they're, they're asking you if you've been vaccinated, have you had the booster, if you're the age for the booster. Uh, mm-hmm. They're informing their ministers and, uh, I mean, their uh, congregations, 
Uh, matter of fact, you heard Dr. Hagman uh, mention earlier because he's out there, boots on the ground, and he's talking to these pastors. Uh, you even said, uh, Brother Arthur, earlier that a lot of uh, people have used that uh, COVID as an excuse not to go back to church. Some churches are folding down. That church is on the market right now because people are uh, afraid. But uh, with, 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 well, actually, with, I was talking uh, more so, about the. Well, actually, Pastor, I was talking more about the political dynamics that's going on with the churches nowadays. Churches have become extremely political. You know, we got a couple of crazy pastors up here right. uh, that be doing that right. stuff. So I'm saying, what's y'all's right. view about this extremism that has run through uh, Christianity? Giving right, Christianity right. a real, a real uh, jaded kind of a look. I'm just saying, what are y'all, yeah. how y'all viewing all that? Well, you, you're talking like these pastors that open up the churches and they and they almost daring uh, uh, death to show up at their uh, doors and they're dying themselves. Is that what you're talking about, those pastors? No, I'm talking about the one that's politically in line with these people that's trying to overturn elections, Roe v. Wade. <laughs> Uh, oh, you're talking about the, the white crazy evangelicals. Oh, okay. Yeah, all of that right there is what I'm talking about. Them. You're talking about the crazy white broken up. It's broken up because they're, they're hiding behind uh, 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 Christ and pro-life and uh-huh. all of that stuff. And uh-huh. but what people don't understand is this is that uh, having your right, which is HIPAA law, uh, that, that's your privacy, right to privacy, that's the, that's the law, first of all. But you're gonna they're breaking the law down into pieces to, to continue to fit what they see physically <laughs> and spiritually, and it's an excuse to just break down the dynamics. Uh, those 18% that you're talking about are like they're hiding behind. But they think that when you saying that you have the right to choose or do whatever as a woman. That means to them that you're saying pro-death. That's not what it says. It's not pro-death. Matter of fact, I haven't met anyone that, that, that desires to take their child's life, and, and that's how they want to put it. So uh, that, that's what they're hiding behind. And I, I ran across a couple mm-hmm. of those folks yesterday. And, and matter of fact, it's to the point where I can't watch church on TV because you have commercials in between that sending political messages while you're watching a spiritual uh, mm-hmm. event. They're sending political messages. Matter of fact, one of Trump's lawyers is on TBN and all those channels that's supposed to be holy and good. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I don't even want to give him the credit mm-hmm. and the time. Mm-hmm. So, so you have those 18%, and so I talk to them about it. You know, I have family and friends. I'm a psychologist on purpose because we deal with this all the time. And just like everyone else, maybe they won't talk about it because I'm a pastor. I have to speak about it, but I won't give you names. Uh, I've had phone calls at 3 a.m. in the morning. People calling out that they were pregnant. And the first thing I said, now listen, Christ came that you might have life and have more abundantly. And so, thing, so, so says the pastor. But now, let me ask you this. Where is your heart where you want to be? Well, I want this to happen, and I'm not ready for that. And I, I, Okay, know this, your love. And that's all we can do. Know this, your love. And whatever you decide, because it is your choice. My, my hope and prayer is that you maintain the life of this, this soul, this seed that's been planted in you. But if you so choose anything else, I'm still here for you. But if you choose and cannot financially, because uh, when I do my study and background, 70% of the, especially African-American kids, that even take a life or however they want to call it, end a, a, a pregnancy in that whatever term, 
they choose because of economics, financially reasons. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have chosen yeah. So these are real yeah. social economic disparities in communities of African-American descent. And so, therefore, we have to deal with those harshness of reality because we would choose different. And, and when I said I'm available and we don't have to tell anybody, I just adopted a child. They said, you know what, I'm going to think about this and pray on this. And this. So now 18 years later, two phone calls later, I have two kids that's graduating that's in my family, that's graduating uh, high school and getting full-ride scholarships because there's a decision that was made together, collectively, and, and, and everyone still holds. So whatever those decisions are, those are for those individuals. Right. And hopefully we have people around them that shows love and kindness and right. forgiveness. See, I'm, I'm careful how I preach because I grew up under that apostolic Pentecostal fire and brimstone. If you mess up, you're going to hell mm-hmm. immediately. I thought at 16 I was going to bust hell wide open until I started studying mm-hmm. myself. So, so that's why I'm saying I'm a recovering uh, 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 church goer. You know, uh, I no longer do church. I do people, and I do God's people. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and he died on the cross to forgive us our sins. And, uh, and all of us have sinned and fallen short. And Paul said, follow me. Uh, I'm the chiefest of sinners. So Pastor Cooper, who want to be governor of Texas, I, I made more mistakes than anybody in the great state of Texas. But know this, I made it out joking you. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I like that. I don't do church anymore. I do people because that's exactly that's me it. too. So, so now, I'm, now I've got a way to put it. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's why I, I, I grapple with it all night, every night, whenever I meet people like I did this weekend. And, and I'm, like I said, I'm out there on the road. Uh, listen, y'all, I, I don't have to go hit eight towns in one day because I've been on the road. I've been in everyone's town already, north, south, east, and west, heading to El Paso, heading to Lubbock, heading to Odessa. And all I'm doing is spreading the, uh, the warmth of love. And, y'all, let me tell you something. Uh, Anglo men that are Republicans are stopping and listening to me and said, you've got my vote. They're saying that more so than the people that we think that should vote for you. I'm telling you right now, those same people, Brother Arthur, that you're asking about, uh, they're not confused. They want common sense, and they want well, someone that's real. Like I say, Brother, look, I hope you're correct, but – but, but I hope you don't mind if I hold on to my skepticism just a little bit longer. I, I love your skepticism. Hold on to it, and I'm going to hold on to hope. Uh, there, there's a guy that uh, I got arrested with this summer. Uh, his name is uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson. Some people still high-fiving, some don't. I don't care. only thing I know is when a man's 82 years old and he's still out there and he's pushing harder than these youngsters and he's falling down and getting COVID and getting back up and still fighting. Yeah. Listen, I must be on the right track. So that, that's all I'm saying. And he said in 1984, keep hope alive. And all I have sometimes is hope. And so I'm going to talk. Matter of fact, uh, who is it? Uh, Dr. Nancy Nichols, my friend. She said, oh, go ahead and talk, but don't talk too long. And then she goes, I love it when you talk. Because I want to talk long <laughs> enough until I reach someone's heart and change their mind. So I, I love uh, praying for my enemy. Uh, that, that means that uh, God's going to use them to be my blessing. Hmm. I just want to point out to everybody out there, all the Texas voters, while you're listening, uh, I just have to point out how every week I come on this show 
and I still have the same bad taste in my mouth because I just am having, I'm one of those people who's having a really, really difficult time not being bitter uh, at at those folks that we're talking about. Um, And I I just, I have a very difficult time dealing with it. Uh, Some who I, you know, thought, we're friends and and now I have to look at them in a different way. And I just, I think a lot of us are grappling with that because it's to me, you know, I have just a really difficult time thinking that any of this lunacy uh, is forgivable at this point. But then I come on here and pastor Cooper uh, says the things that he says. And I think, you know, it's just, it's not just good leadership. uh, It's, you have a way of, I think, being able to pull people together. And that's what this country needs. That's definitely what Texas needs Uh, because we're just in in times that are so, uh, you know, how are we ever going to bridge this gap? But I think people like you absolutely are able to, probably able to do that. (laughs) And I appreciate that about you. Because, you know, it, it, it's amazing. It, it's where I grew up. It's where I am. All these folks you're, you're talking about and you're skeptical of and things, I, 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 I fish with them. Uh, I, I trained my son to, to, to hunt, and he has his license. And, and uh, I'm a Texan. I mean, this is who I am. And, and I, I've been on uh, fishing trips and uh, vacations and, and business meetings. I've been in, in a room in Detroit where the president of uh, General Motors is there, and not on my watch are we going to lose to – uh, uh, to Ford, and then I go to the Ford side, and out of my watch, are we going to lose to General Motors and Cadillac and Lincoln back forth? And in these rooms were 295 millionaires, all gray-haired men in 1987, 92, 94, 95. And at the end of the day, when we're eating dinner together and dipping our bread in the same porridge, if you would, sipping at, at the same cup sometimes, I found out that these men, they care about their families. They care about their businesses. I know, I, I right. work for and I know folks that could have closed their doors uh, uh, and, and sold their businesses and been more profitable with their investments than keeping the doors open. I know folks that, that, uh, that, that own companies and they had 267 employees that became their friends and their family. And they would, they would go on to be multi-multi-millionaires and those people lose those jobs that they're making uh, twenty-five, thirty, and forty dollars an hour. I mean, I, I love to call the names, but I'm not going, going to. So, so we have to do our due diligence to know our fellow man, our fellow brother. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in the Golden Triangle area out here, uh, eight miles from Vida, Texas, where they said in 1992, that, uh, if I walk down Main Street, they'll, they'll lynch me. Well, in 2019 or whatever it was, when George Floyd uh, uh, died, we went over there and we stood on the stage where they burned the cross. And here I am still telling that testimony. Lumberton, Texas, uh, 40 minutes from Jasper, Texas, where my brother lives in the same area, the same street time that James Bird Jr. was drugged. We, I do not live in fear. Uh, I do not live in shame. I, I walk around my head up, and I want to be the example to all people in Texas. That's the reason why I fight for what I have. Listen, whatever any other uh, uh, person is doing, that's great for them. But we have to do it. And I'm going to give you some context, uh, you know, because when you're dealing with that kind of stuff, you know, because, see, they're in a system. We're all in it. Uh, uh, and, and basically what I want you to understand is that uh, 
the the clash that the clash that our community have with the larger white community mainly comes down to you know what they they they, they like to say socialism capitalism <clears throat> basically like uh you know like the 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 Caucasian families you know they do the nuclear family da 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 that type of thing we're more of a traditional uh, kind of a family so basically you know, we share and you know we're about sharing and doing you know doing that type of thing well you know they they politicize our way of life they call it socialism because yeah. we share yeah right yeah we we've been sharing everything so we socialists wow right so, so now they them boogeyman socialists up against mm-hmm. capitalism. So, you know, so when you're dealing with, you know, so I, you know, we all, and I'm sure they love their folks and all like that, and I'm sure they do. But basically, I'm just saying that, that we're operating on the capitalist system where, uh, again, you know, we're about sharing our culture. So, we, so we're in a constant, they call all our, our ideas socialists. You know, we want to, you know, we want to be able to vote like everybody else. So, it's, you know, socialists. You know, we, we want to be able to create our own economy. Marxist, yeah, Marxist, Socialist, 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 yeah. Yeah. But, but at the same time, though, they still participate in it. They take our Social Security. Uh, exactly, yeah, they exactly. Take our insurance. Yeah, yeah uh, I know. Yeah. But, but my point is that we can't be offended yeah. by their lives. So, so we, we, and we shouldn't be surprised by their lives. And, and that's why I love you so much, Brother right. Arthur, is because you, you'll make it plain, but I have, to, I have to still bring a light to, to, to the injustice of hypocrisy. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm just offended. I'm not surprised. I'm just offended. And that's okay. Yeah. But, 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 but you're not trying to be governor of Texas, so I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm no longer offended. So I'm going to use... I'm not trying to be the governor. Hey, I want to make it clear, y'all. I ain't trying to be the governor. I, I know, I know, I know, but and that's fine. And, and, and sometimes I wish that I could just be offended and on the sidelines too, mm-hmm. and get mad at people mm-hmm. my marbles and go home. But 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 I, I have to fight the system in the system because there's folks in certain parties, and that's the reason why we got people that's leaving the parties. Because again, at the end of the day, let me help y'all with something. I'm not trying to win this for Democrats. I'm trying to win this for Texas. Right. And I'm trying to make a right. difference for Texas. And, and so different. when I started this journey five and a half years ago, against Mike Collier, my friend, we stumped together this weekend, and we uh, joked about how uh, he won in Williamson County. Uh, I lost 1.2%. And I moved on. I said, as long as you desire that seat and that post, I'm going to move on and do something else and stay busy. But I'm going to continue on the agenda of, of saving our babies, our kids, our children, and embedding yeah. them, and, and, and they receive the benefits of it. Brother Arthur, you always said when black and brown people do better, we all do better, and everybody benefits. Right. Everybody right. benefits. I'm everybody not benefits. Everybody benefits. Then yeah. yeah. people don't want you to do that. Break. They make more. Look at they make more money too. They make more money. Right. There you go. Uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's that's so good because we see that in healthcare. You know, we mm-hmm. we but take care of ourselves. The whole healthcare system improves, and everybody benefits from the healthcare system. Exactly, exactly, so, exactly. And they can yeah. and they can see what we're talking about. That's what we're sharing. So, and so and that's sharing. sharing all that. Yeah, they'll benefit when they see us doing things on our own, taking care of ourselves, and take initiative because we're gonna change those those horrible disparities we see in healthcare and equity. So it's going to do because we're involved with we're going we're going to play our part in in changing that because we see it they know it you know we're not just playing yeah. people in these sectors by disparity equity in America 
So we had to see it ourselves, and then we have to do something about it. We can't right, expect right. them to fix it. Like, actually, we can't expect the fox to fix the chicken coop. Hey, Rian, you said uh, all you're going to do is find feathers around it, and that's what we've been picking up feathers in healthcare. So those of us that we've gone, I mentioned earlier, young ladies are starting a program. We need, we know what we need, we need to do in healthcare, and then the entire healthcare system. Then we'll have the best healthcare system in, in the world when those yeah. of us take the lead and change the disparities in healthcare, and then it will become the best healthcare system in the world. But right now, it's not. Mm-hmm. The people that stopping right. us from getting there is folks like that. You, what's that? What's that uh, Republican guy name that's in the wheelchair? That, that, that was out. That was on. That was telling about it. He's telling. He's telling white. He's telling white families. He's telling white families. You need to raise yeah. your kids mean. I mean, he just said it. <laughs> they need to be mean. Cawthorn. Yeah, the yeah, but that, you know, Nazi. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, we, uh, a Nazi wheelchair. I mean, I mean, wheelchair Nazi. He, yes. Yeah. Yes. He's a Christian. He's a white American Christian. <laughs> he's, evan- he's, a, he's 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 evangelical. <laughs> yes. Oh, right. He's one of he's a white he's a white Jesus a white Jesus uh, a Christian soldier. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes, yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah. No, 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 no. When he said that. I'm going. Wow. I mean, that that yeah. that did surprise me, Mike. That that did surprise me right there. Cause I, cause I ain't never heard <sighs> that on like just straight up like that. You need to. Well, he's. Yeah, you, know, you know. Everybody, everybody should understand who he is. He was homeschooled his entire life. Uh, by and and the reason he was homeschooled. Anybody ever seen that show? Uh, that's canceled now because uh, the oldest son from the show is a uh, sexually assaulting pervert. But the nineteen and counting, the the Duggar family. And their brand, no, I'm not going to call it their brand of Christianity. They are in a cult, um, and it's this oh, white oh, okay. American oh, from that. Okay. Christian. He is from that type, not that exact uh, portion of the cult, mm. but it's this, this movement that, you know, you are on this earth to um, to change, to, to make sure that America – uh, stays God, and by God I mean white Jesus, uh, God's mm-hmm. chosen land, <laughs> for, mm-hmm. and, and your job is to create these big families and don't send them to the public school. You know, educate them at home uh, to deny science and to to become um, in some way uh, a productive member of society to make sure that you get on a school board or make sure you go to law school and become a lawyer so that you can affect white Christian uh, American values in our law system, in our legal system. And, you know, it, it, it's a, they want to get in every aspect of American policy and make sure that America becomes the fascist place that they're clearly, mm-hmm. you know, trying Probably to march towards. Right He's part of that. Yeah. He's part of that. Now, remember that we got to be honest about America now. Remember, America was, look here, for a long time, America was fascist. It had a fascist period. Mm-hmm. You know, when, you, you know, when all of them, thousands of people marched down it, down it, and, and then uh, Woodrow Wilson had them in the White House looking at the birth of nations. And So I'm just saying, yeah. so we have... 
Yeah, you know, you, you, we have had a we have had a it's fashion. It's just the newest America. iteration of it. It is fascist, but I call it evil. And evil is in every every yeah. language, every tongue. Matter of fact, who was the lady that, uh, that was the name my wife was into this, and my daughter wanted to be a veterinarian, that she watched the gorillas, and she was, uh, was the gorillas in the midst or something? Jane I don't know Goodall. Where she watched Jane, Jane Goodall. Goodall. There you go. And yeah. she lived to be like 80 years of age, and then she just upped and left. She said, I saw evil like I saw in people in gorillas. Because one just upped and killed the other one for no reason. Oh. Yeah. So go back wow. and do your study on that. I, I, I just the, weird stuff. The word, fa- the, 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 the word fascist is a political term. And basically, it's sure. ta- fascist is an actual action about something right. to accomplish something politically. Right. And the process right. you're destroying something. It's evil. The evil is just evil wherever it is. It can be an evil... Uh, right. I mean, it could be an evil uh, what, what, what capitalist. It could be an evil socialist. It could be an evil. Yeah, exactly. I'm coming out. Oh, absolutely. And, 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 right. And evil has evil. one cup. Yeah. 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 Evil has one cup. And I'm evil. I understand that's a political term, but I put it all in the same cup of evilness. Uh, uh, and so yeah. I don't care if you're a pastor. I don't care if you uh not a pastor. Right. I don't care if you. You uh, uh, the the gymnast doctor that was uh, molesting these little girls. Some of the, uh, we had to touch right. them a certain way to to straighten them out. No, no, there are some fascists for you. There are some fascists for you. You can be fascist. You can be a fascist pastor. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, you yeah, can be right. fascist. You call it fascist. I call it evil. And evil's evil. I shun it. Not gonna be both. I'm sitting right there looking at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what I'm saying is, I'm looking for the good. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking for the good, and I'm going to take the good, and, and I'm going to let the rest fall in the creek somewhere and move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I wish the creek would quit rising on me. Wouldn't that be nice? That's why I'm going to build a bridge and how we got over. I'm seeing that old again, how I got over. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I need a good bridge. Yeah, I need a good bridge. I need a good bridge right about now. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I want the uh, Bennett, uh, uh, what is that, Pettis Bridge to be written right name to John Lewis Bridge. So uh, yeah. we, we, I had forgotten about that. So so the, the, I'm going to continue to get on my bridges and cross over. I'm going to continue to press. I'm going to continue to push. I'm going to continue to realize that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm going to continue to move forward. And we're going to, uh, Arthur, that's why we started the channel. We're going to create good politicians up and down the ballot. We're going to get people like uh, Judge Stacey Williams uh, elected to the Supreme Court. Uh, We're going to go back and and, and help these 18-year-olds that's on the uh, city council and and doing great jobs and stuff like that. But we want to perfect them so they can have a job and some income because I don't want them to be one-trick ponies. What does that mean? Then they're sitting out there with a handout or taking bribes because we hadn't educated them and we hadn't put money in their pockets. Right. So we have to go go in. We, it's a lot of work to be done, and I'm glad about it because I'm still pretty young and I feel pretty good. And I don't want to have to <laughs> die tomorrow and say I've done all I can do. There's a lot to work to be done. Maybe breathing. Yeah, so we're ready. We're ready, ready, ready. Well. Wow. I think hey, Dr. McKellar is trying to call in. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get her on the line. Y'all go ahead, please. Okay, uh, Dr. Uh, Hagney, uh, 
So how, how is that variant? Because I, I got on a little late. How is that variant doing uh, uh, in South Africa? I heard that was in South Africa, the last variant. What's going oh, on yeah, with that, yeah. that area? Oh, well, what's happening is the president has been uh, he's been diagnosed being positive, and their process uh-huh. of identifying the people who he uh, met with recently and some of uh, visiting uh, neighboring countries there. Uh, but again, it just shows because he was he was fully vaccinated and he just showing the uh, how this how uh, active this variant is. And of course, is uh, that's also South Africa to have this system they could actually identify the uh, this, this virus earlier. They're monitoring it. So right now they're seeing uh, just a mild uh, symptoms, but uh, we would we need to look at South Africa to monitor what we are going to find out about this new variant. Because the area, and also the research area, to just see how it's surviving in South Africa. That's one area we are missing in studying this virus. We need to look and see where this virus is occurring, how it's surviving, and what those areas are telling us. And also, it's showing us where we need to put more emphasis in in our vaccine programs in the uh, developing countries. Uh, and, and also, this is confirmation: this virus is a global uh, pandemic, not uh, associated with certain countries. Is global, so our healthcare system needs to start looking at this, and I think they're doing that. They made this statement the World Health Organization. They need to look at this uh, as a global world uh, uh, virus, and they need to treat it that way. That means the richer nations need to share the vaccines, and hopefully at some point uh, they can start manufacturing some of the vaccines in Africa and not relying on other countries to ship the vaccines there, and that's true of the other uh, medications just in June. But I think it shows us why we need to look at our research in relationship to Africa and other developing countries biologically and also educationally. I was uh, mentioning the other day to a group of people I'm looking forward to seeing HBCU, particularly the black medical schools, uh, voice from them, epidemiology, them involved with some of the research in Africa. But also here we need to hear the voices from our black researchers, from our black medical schools, and help in some of this data management and also in some of the research because uh, with this virus being a global virus, our healthcare system also is a global system. So we need to be there. And so uh, we need to just continue to watch South Africa. They're doing a good job for their treatment, for their monitoring. But uh, they uh, is an information, information source we need to be looking at down there. But also the way that are occurring through Europe, uh, uh, we winter months so we can anticipate that way here in America with the holidays up. So we just need to keep a close eye on South Africa. Again, and just thank them for their early detection uh, and the early information about this new variant. And I heard it somewhere uh, in the United States also. Is that uh, two or three cases I heard? Oh, yeah. Now in America, now in the United States, it's over over, over, 40, uh, over 40 of the states now have uh, the variant. In Houston, for example, uh, they've done it. For, that was for the That's first. where it was used uh, it was in Houston, but now since then they've had uh, uh, Methodist Hospital there. Yes, they reported about eight, something like 18 other positive cases for being counted. There, there are three, and so yes, it, this is, it just confirms how 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 this fast this virus can spread, but also it just shows what we need to be doing for the uh, boosters for the um, uh, the other uh, treatment vaccines. But also, we need to look at how this how this variant is mutating, how it does occur. There are some uh, discussions about how this new variant is picking up uh, um, uh, basically mutations from other common codes and from other areas, 
There's also in some early discussion research, it might have picked up some of the uh, uh, some of the mutations of the uh, HIV uh, in some of these countries. And that that's one of the areas why they develop in that area. But this virus is mutate. It's learned how to mutate. It's learned, it's learned how to spread. But our concern is that it it, uh, it does not uh, well eventually will learn how to uh, the antibiotic and also our vaccine. So that's where the research is looking at these mutations and seeing the effects on the virus and how long will these viruses uh, maintain. And there and their their discussion now, we might not only the booster, we might be talking about another booster. So uh, uh, we need to recognize this uh, this is not going to be over. Uh, this is going to be going on. So we need to continue research. But by all means, we just need to maintain the vaccination, the boosters, uh, get everybody boosted, and think hats off. Following all these uh, guidelines with the with the masks and distances and all those programs, we need to maintain that. And so, and, and our research guys just need to stay on top of it, and they're doing a good job, and just keep monitoring, but watching and see what's happening in relationship to these vaccines uh, with these new mutations. I want to jump in. Oh, hey, that's Dr. Hey. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, hello, everybody. I want to share this with you. You guys, let let me tell you, uh, Dr. Hagney, I just got off of a Zoom with um, with Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority. Uh, as you know, I serve as a, a president of the local chapter, and I'm delighted to be going out on January. Excuse me, on December the 31st. But our this is our mantra: no vaccination, no participation in any event hosted by Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. So if you're not vaccinated, okay. you cannot participate. And it's not like we're having open participating activities anyways. We're still kind of hybrid, still virtual, uh, but, mm. but when we're slowly opening up. But you cannot participate in any form, anything, even our, even our um our events that we host out in the community. We don't want that risk, that liability, so therefore we're just not becoming a part of activities right now. So no sorority <laughs> member can participate in anything unless she is vaccinated. So the mantra is no participation, no va- no vaccination, no participation. And so that's what I say about food out there. I tell you, it, it's it's really something that uh, the people on some sides of the fence, and I'm going to say the fence because it's un- unfortunate. I had a medical doctor to tell me a couple of days ago that it is the vaccinated people that the vaccines is what is causing these variants. This, now, this is a mm. smart man that mm. I thought was that mm. says that. <laughs> That the Omicron variant uh, is, is started, it started because of the vaccines. It's in the vaccine. Mm. That's, oh, wow. it's, it's the vaccinated people that's spreading. And I said, no, it's the unvaccinated people. Yes, there are some vaccinated people because keep in mind, uh, it's not a 100 percent. It's a 90, 94 uh, percent. But unvaccinated people are the ones who are spreading this, and they're the ones who are becoming sicker. And if you have any vaccinated people who are actually getting this, they're less sick and they're not hospitalized. Mm. That's awesome. That's it's, awesome. It's, first, first it's of all, amazing. it's amazing. 
Pass off to you, Thora. Yes. I hope all your brothers and sisters mm-hmm. will follow that's suit. Right. Brother that's right. That's right. <laughs> but that's that's excellent. That. But also my concern of all this. Yeah, but I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry. He always agrees with me. He always agrees with me. Doc, I was at an Apple party. Doc, I was at the Apple party this Saturday, either this weekend. I was at the I was at the party. I thought about you, and I looked at everybody, and they looked like they had the vaccine. Oh yeah, you can look at them tell, right? <laughs> you look at. Them. <laughs> I heard that before. He's still, yeah, but you just heard what your you just heard what your sister said, though, right? You don't you don't you, you, you don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about looking at them in the future. That's right. I enforced that rule that she just, uh, uh, you know, exclaimed. <laughs> I enforced it on myself. I make sure I was you know vaccinated what? before I went out with my booster. So good. Yeah. You know well, one thing I'll I tell you what, have, It came down. You know, it came from our corporate headquarters in Chicago, Illinois. Wow, that's awesome. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Hold on, Doctor. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's someone attending graduation this month. I just want to put the hats off to you. I told them you speaking at this. At this. At the graduation, congratulations! I'm pretty, excited, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, that uh, Friday morning at ten oh ten o'clock, at uh, ten hundred o'clock, uh, will be uh, the College of Nursing and the College of Rural Health, and then at four p.m. that afternoon will be the College of Engineering and the College of Liberal Arts. So, uh, so I'm. I'm so what are you going to talk about? What are you going to talk about? <laughs> oh, you, you, you better tune in and listen. <laughs> you better, you better tune in and listen. I'm, I'm going to leave them talking about. No, no, actually, I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, seriously, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to being able to uh, speak to this great uh, group of, of, of graduates because. Let me tell you, it's been a difficult task, I'm sure, and uh, to to be able to graduate anyways, and then to be able to graduate uh, during this COVID, when these mm-hmm. last two years where things have been pretty rough for everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, I so, just want to you know, hats off, hats go off to you, and we talk about we were talking about mm-hmm. East Texas earlier, the change of the curve in East Texas. What 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 you what you're experiencing and as you well know in East Texas here in Tyler, with the universities and all the positions you're in, that's the illustration the change that's occurring in East Texas. Yeah. You know, I just I just want to mention that when people talk about the history of East Texas, individually in East Texas, when when things start occurring, what you what they're inviting you to do is a documentation that the future of Texas is East Texas, and I just want I just want Throw that in there and let people know. Because all those young graduates, I imagine how impressed they're going to be just to yeah. see you speak. In East Texas, yeah. I'm talking about in East Texas. I'm not talking about the other areas. I'm not talking about Boston or whatever. I'm talking about East Texas, Tyler, East mm-hmm. Texas. That's right. That's right. That's, that's, that's a blessing. Right. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, uh, Dr. Hedman. I do. Well, Pastor Cooper, how did it turn out for you? This. Let me tell you what. Pastor Cooper came through East Texas like a whirlwind. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> there was no grass growing under his feet. I'm telling you, he was going from place to place to place and ended up in Dallas, Texas. He says, I got to get to Dallas because if I don't, I'm going to hear from your brother up there. So but I was very proud. I was very proud. 
Very proud. Hey, well, 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 we had a great time. He had a great time. He had a great time. I got some. We got some great uh, video, and uh, you know, he talked talked to a lot of folks. So he looked like he enjoyed himself. So that was the main thing. That's great. That's great. That's outstanding. That's outstanding. <laughs> well, is everybody ready for holiday? Cause it's up on us. And let me just share with you that this Thursday we're going to crack those doors open early Thursday morning around eleven hundred o'clock in that restaurant and we're going to be rocking and rolling and saying hello to people and letting them know I'm putting that information out there. Let me tell you, the restaurant was filled with people today and, and I feel really, really great because I, I, I said that we had, we had class and training and I even got my food management certification because every hour that that restaurant is open, you have to have a food manager a food manager in there and I, I am a certified food manager so i had okay. six people sitting there taking that taking the test today and oh boy we're just we're really excited about getting those doors open we got decoration and christmas looking like holiday in there so uh, right. now wait a minute right. what what restaurant is this what is the name of this restaurant we can't just call it the restaurant that's yeah, the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Name and address. <laughs> a taste of North Delight. Small D E L I G H T. It's located at 403 West Martin Luther King Boulevard, Tyler, Texas, 75702. Come out and see us. Uh, we Our food is going to be delivered in on tomorrow, and we're just pretty darn excited about it. Uh, our hours right. of operation, we're getting into holidays, so we'll be from 11, 11 until 7 for right now since we're getting into holiday. Uh, 11 until 7, Thursday and Friday and Saturday, and then we'll have Soul Food Sunday, and that's from mm-hmm. 11 until 5. So when you get out of church, and you don't want to uh, to to make dinner? Come on by for Soul Food Sunday uh, at uh, at a taste of North Delight. And then, of course, you know, it, before we know it, it's going to be it's going to be Christmas before we know it. But then we'll go all the way through until Christmas Eve, and then we'll we'll close early. We'll close at seven o'clock on Christmas Eve so that people can go and enjoy. And then we'll open right on back up for uh, gourmet burgers. On Saturday, uh, after well, not Saturday because that's Christmas. On Sunday, we'll be back open for Soul Food Sunday, and then we'll do uh, Monday through uh, until until holiday, until Thanksgiving, and then all the way same thing until New Year's. And so we're we're planning a very special party uh, on New Year's Eve, and so we'll be sending out some invitations and bring some of our special friends like. Uh, any any campaigners and Dr. Hagney and I'm sorry you're not close by Miss Miss Rihanna but but we'll we'll bring in uh, Pastor Cooper and Mr. Arthur and Dr. Hagney and we'll enjoy for you. But I hope that <laughs> we talked about speaking about uh, helping. Hopefully we talked about early on during and I missed everything and I thank everybody for the great work that you came in tonight. But as we know things have happened across this country but god it could have been us as you know dr hagney can tell you mm-hmm. that that storm came through tyler texas 
uh, and then it mm-hmm. took on out to the Midwest and on into Chicago and Kentucky and all there. It could have been us, but it was not. So we got to think about, we thank God first that it did not happen to us, but we have to think about those who are suffering right now and anything that we can do to help Miss Rihanna to put things together for the people out there in Mayfield, Kentucky. And so we're going to be pushing that tonight, and we're going to push it on Thursday, on our Thursday show, and we're going to open up the lines and wherever people can send uh, monies into us or whatever, because it's so much easier to deal with money than to try to get get people's things uh, in tow. So uh, we'll get the, that finances and whatever we can get put together from uh, our radio network. Uh, into Miss Rihanna's hands so that she can get it. She knows where to get it to uh, from that point in time. So I just wanted to Thank say that. You. Thank yes, you. Ma'am. Yes. So I'll turn it back over to you all now. <laughs> I, I, I just want to ask Rihanna something because, yeah, that's a good, you know, we're praying for all the people up there. Now, you remember Mitch McConnell, he was against anybody else storm getting some money. So how is he acting now up there mm-hmm. in uh, Kentucky? Uh, well, you know, Rand Paul is is uh, yeah, him too. even worse. Yes, he's even yeah, he, worse, um, you know, saying no, no, no to every disaster, and then all of a sudden he's begging. Um, and oh, Rand, begging. this is – oh, yeah, he was begging President Biden. And he, what he didn't uh, understand, but he learned real quick, is that President Biden is not Donald Trump. And whether or not you're friendly with him or nice to him or say nice things about him mm-hmm. will not affect whether or not he was going to immediately approve uh, funding, which he did immediately uh, because uh, people were hurting, you know, right. are hurting. So, you know, Rand Paul and Mitch McConnell, I expect, got to see what an actual president, you know, a real leader, you know, they ignored it when President Obama mm-hmm. Uh, did and they got mad at Chris Christie for giving him a hug, <laughs> but now uh, it's happening in Kentucky and they immediately, um, you know, saw what President Biden did, which we are extremely grateful that that funding uh, was immediately released. Um, but yeah, it, we haven't heard much from them directly, so you know they seem a little busy complaining about things and <laughs> you know well, well I'm glad Biden is like he is because crimes and such <laughs> and I for and I leave leave both of us blind so I'm glad that Biden yeah, ain't like well. that I know it I, I like I that it. and yeah. I for and I leave both of us blind I like that that's right and, and may I make a request and Miss Rian I just wanted to make note that yes, I got a new telephone I lost yes. a lot of my numbers so I'm asking my brothers to text me I, I, I got my text from uh, Pastor Cooper, so Dr. Hagney and okay. Ms. Arthur, text me and send me your, your phone numbers again so that I can save them in my new phone, unfortunately. And uh, it's, it's also on the group text, text, Dr. McKellar. If you hit okay. info okay. on the group text, all, all of our numbers are on there. Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. I'll give it back to you, yes, Ms. Yes, ma'am. Okay, well, everybody, we've got a, oh, about a minute left, so uh, we'll go around and see if these fellas have any final comments. No, I, I just, oops. No, I just mentioned the booster. Got the vaccination. I really am sorry about what 
uh, Doc said about the sorority group, uh, we need to follow through. But I just say, everybody, please get the, get your shots, get your vaccinations, and also buy all your, bo- your boosters if you qualify. Let me get with Doc. doc I, don't, I don't think I'm going to say, doc, doc, me and you get together. We're going to come up with a, we need a double like the coach right about now. And that's true. That's true. That's so true. You all, uh, listen, keep in mind, uh, we have an infrastructure bill that we need to work with uh, our president with bringing the infrastructure money to the state of Texas, $250 million worth of money to make sure we have pre-K in Texas. Uh, we have a governor says uh, he, he doesn't care about our president. We basically know that. But we need the federal government assistance in our state. We don't want to give money back like he did, $2 billion last year over $100 million over the past 10 years in education. Uh, we also have some folks that trying to become governor, and they don't, they don't want Biden in our state. What I'm saying is this. I don't care who you are, what you are. If it's good for our fellow uh, Texans, it's good for me. And so I want to make sure that we fight for that money for the great state of Texas. My name is Mike Cooper. I want to be the governor of the great state of Texas, and I will be your next governor of the great state of Texas. Thank you. One day, when the morning comes, she will be out. One day, when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, one day, when the war is won. No man, no weapon Formed against, yes, glory is destined Everyday women and men become legends Sins that go against our skin become blessings The movement is a rhythm to us Freedom is like religion to us Justice is juxtaposition in us Justice for all just ain't specific enough One son died, the spirit is revisiting us True and living, living in us Resistance is us That's why Rosa sat on the bus That's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up When it goes down, we woman and man up They say stay down and we stand up Shots be on the ground, the camera panned up King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up One day when the glory comes It will be out, it will be When the war is won, we will be
smile for every man, woman, and child. Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now. Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles. From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero. Facing the league of justice, his power was the people. Enemy is lethal, a king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego. The biggest weapon. It's to stay peaceful, we sing. Our music is the cuts that we bleed through. Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany. Now we right the wrongs in history. No one can win the war individually. It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy. Welcome to the story we call victory. The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory. One day when the glory comes. 